So hey, Ruben, what's your bass life been like? Hmm. Do you prefer to stick with one bass, or do you play the field and play around with a bunch of different random basses? <laughs> <clears throat> That's a very personal question, Mr. Bob DeBoo. How dare you? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we've been doing this a little while, and I feel like, you know, we've reached this point in our conversation where we can do this live on the podcast. Well, but we're well. talking, what are we talking about really well, today, it's, though? It's all situational, right? <laughs> to answer your question. Absolutely. It's all situational, as we like mm -hmm. to say. Depends on the on base. Upright citizens. Uh, this is Ruben Rogers, by the way, and Mr. Bob DeBoo over there. Um, hey, hey. Well, yeah, today we're going to talk about you know, playing your own bass, uh, opposed to playing others, you know, uh, poly polygamy, yeah. monogamy. Just for a, a, a just a quick note that we kind of touched on this topic a little bit. We didn't go in as in-depth as we're going to today. Just a taste. Episode yeah. 13, uh, back in the day when we first started this whole thing uh we're in the 70s now somewhere so can you believe that yeah we were 70s? just we were just podcast babies back then hello yeah. hello episode 13 so. but that's let's discuss setups episode 13 that was a fun one though. Yeah, it was it was it was yeah but so we got into talking about you know a lot of folks um not a lot of folks who am I? i'm just gonna assume and say a lot of folks myself you know i'm used to playing one bass mm -hmm. you know i live here in st louis and when i'm in town used to bring in that bass everywhere i go monogamy that's my girl. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we've been together for over 10, 10, 12 years now. That's, she's it. Hello. you know what I mean? But when we end up on the road or in different situations, things like that, sometimes we have to make new friends. Yes. And that's kind of what we're getting into today, right? That's right. That's right. The ins yeah. and the outs of that. No pun intended. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hello. That's for the grown-ups. Anyway, we here we recover go. from that. Um... <laughs> so what's good about having one bass that you play all the time? Let's maybe we'll start there, Let's huh? Do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to do that? Okay, cool. So if um, if you've got a if you've got your own upright, or perhaps you know maybe you're in high school even or college and you're you know using a bass that's available, it's gonna be good because you get really familiar with the instrument itself. The nuances mm -hmm. of your own particular instrument can you know be that reliable situation. Right. You know what you're gonna get. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that's good. Yeah. Uh, but Perhaps if you look on the flip side, it could also be a detriment if you're not adaptable to quote unquote strange bases, mm -hmm. those the strange bases out there that you might encounter at a jam session. And this is a particularly um, pertinent uh, situation for like local or regional bass players going to the jam session. Right. You sit in on somebody else's instrument mm -hmm. and you know it always feels different. Right. It's kind of like when you you drive somebody else's car Hello. or you rent that car from Avis or wherever you're renting from mm -hmm. and it's... It takes a little bit of getting used to. Yeah. You know how to drive a car, hopefully, fingers crossed. But it's always going to be a little bit different. So we got to get comfortable with that, too. Right. And, Ruben, I'm going to let you pick this up because you've, you've brought up this, this advice before. Well, but yeah, I mean, I always encourage bassists to, you know, to, to, to play other people's instruments. And, 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 but when you play that person's mm -hmm. instrument, come with, a, come with an open mind. Go into it without judgment. And then this is, yes. I had to learn from this. I I did this, you know, a whole lot, you know. Yeah. But this is also, when I say a whole lot, judged other people's bases and their setups, you know. Um, yeah. You know, not their they, person, they, not who they are as people. No. But just just like, okay. why would they play this with such high action? Or why would they, you know, yeah. uh, play with so low, such low action, you know. And usually it was my own insecurity, 
You know, I remember right. actually now it's coming to my my mind. I remember sitting in on uh, Bob Hurst's space. This wow. is twenty years ago, easily, and and his mm-hmm. and he plays with pretty low action, and at the time, at least at least at that time, he the, the bass that I played, I, mm-hmm. I really couldn't play the instrument because at that time I played with quite raised action, you know, so yeah. I was yeah. very very uncomfortable. And I wouldn't say I judged him, but I was really down on myself because I was like, oh, I couldn't play this bass. And I was like, well, it's because it's a low action. But, I mean, so what? Yeah, I mean, you know, sounded like Dookie that night, and that's life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm so glad to hear you say that, though, because I've, not the Dookie part, but the talking about, like, being used to high action uh-huh. and low action, because that used to hang me up so so much yes. i really just can't get with the, if i can't get my pizzicato finger around the string exactly like i'm used to right it just feels funky yeah it you know feels what I mean? funky and that's okay i mean and when i say come you know come without without judgment it's is yeah. that there's many factors that have gone into this person's setup right and uh you know you don't know why they came to that point to for that for the instrument to feel the way it does you know True. i mean you know the reality the reality is that you know they may not have cared as much or they cared a whole lot about it. And and that's none of your business, really. You know, you just, you know, just like the, the, the rental cars, there's nothing you can do about that. When you get behind that wheel, you have you, you have to drive, right? Make it, you make it you work. have to get to where yeah, you exactly. want to get to. It's the same thing with basses. You're trying to get to some good music as best as possible because usually the people around you don't care. <laughs> you know, they just oh, want yeah, you to play nobody. the bass. You just hit the nail on the head. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares that you're on an instrument that you've never played before. Right, right. Especially people in the band. Yeah. I mean, they might think about it, but nobody, they don't They don't care. It's just got to happen. So, yeah, I totally feel that. If it's not your cup of tea, that's okay, but we still, right. we have bass family. If you're holding somebody else's bass, that's a very personal thing. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Especially if it's somebody you know and, yes. you know, respect, like, let's say, like, Bob Hurst, exactly, or... Uh, say you're, um, you know, just rolling into a new city or a town or something like that, and you're connecting with another bass player that's being really cool and renting their bass or letting you borrow their bass even for a gig. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a deeply personal type of situation. And and it, and it's so funny, like that whole this whole talk and the way it is is I, I eh, it might it's a very bass player thing. I think at least upright bass player thing because you think about it, piano players don't don't talk about this. They can't. They just have to deal with what they have. Right, I would think it's closer to the drummer situation, probably. Right, you right. know, like how drummers set up. How they set up, obviously, cymbals, very personal. Yeah, stuff like tuning that. the drums, their cymbals. Right, the 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 plastic tips, the little wooden tips, yeah. whatever you know. But we don't all like, kinds we don't of like details them anyway. We don't like <laughs> drummers exactly. like this anyway. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but sometimes you know, if we get um, so we get a get a hold of this bass. Let's move on to the. You know, we've talked about a little bit about the monogamy, how it's nice. I mean, Ruben, you you have your own bass, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. You have multiple bases, right? So yes. you're living this polygamous bass life <laughs> in yes, front of I everybody a, and with no I, shame. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny. I, I have a bass that I play out here in California for the most part. I have mm-hmm. two, actually, uh, you know, uh, K bass and my main bass that I been using for over 30 years and actually yeah. i have a newer instrument that i have in new york that I keep in new york so when i go to new york i i i, I play it there you know oh, um right, yeah. and actually none of these bases do i play that much these days mm, yeah <laughs> i mean you know just uh, you know i travel most of the time so i'm actually always using 
uh, you know, bases that are, that are very, you know, unfamiliar to me, you know. So you're you're used to bases in different area codes. Oh. You got bases on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hear you. You just got nice. you got you you're on today. You're on today. Thank you. Hey, appreciate you know. It. Appreciate it. Um <laughs> so it does take a little bit of time no matter the situation it takes some time to get used to somebody else's base right yes. do we want to talk about this because we we have talked about setups before right but i i want to i want to just interject here really quick and it's a it's a personal thing that i made the mistake of doing uh really early on like finding a base du jour and uh the base was set up with really high action mm. Um, really high action. The strings were like crusty, stuff like it was really, really hard to play. And I, being the youngin that I was, mm. complained to the person that hired me. I was like, hey, this bass is, this bass isn't going to cut it. Like, I, I can't play on this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And he's like, well, this is the only bass that we have here, Bob. You got to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't condescending or anything. He was like, okay, I understand, but we have to make this work. Mm. And guess who didn't get called back? <laughs> You think Nobody it's want, beca again, because of that one little complaint? You think? I I don't know. I don't I don't really know. But that has been an, it's at least been a factor in my thoughts. Do you know what I mean? I see. To think that okay, I don't that didn't need to happen. Uh -huh. Even if it is a factor, maybe it was my playing, maybe something else right, entirely right, that's out right. of my control. But that stuck you know I mean? out. That has stuck in your head. Like mm, that was a life lesson for you at least. Even if it didn't, you know, it wasn't a factor. To me, yes, I still think about that. Interesting. I'm just like, there's, you know, if there's something that's not happening, nobody else needs to hear me complaining. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just you try go. to make it work and you move on. So that was a big life lesson for me, actually. Right, right. Uh, but there's been, yeah, there's been some fun, you know, living the, the, the polygamous life, being on the road a little bit. I've had some interesting bases come out of the cases. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was a nice rhyme there. Interesting bases coming out. There. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, there was one time I was playing a show and uh, I walked in to the venue. It was about to get set up. Mm -hmm. And this bass was sitting in a soft case, mm. you know, not like one of the, yeah, anyway, not a travel case or anything like that. It was sitting in a cheap soft case, not even a well-padded one. Hello. And uh, it was resting up against the amplifier mm. on its back, up against the flat part of this amp. And I'm like, who Ouch. does that? So I took a picture just to be, you know, anyways. And then I started taking the bass out of it. Uh. And the neck was completely, it wasn't a detachable neck base, but, it was but the neck was completely detached. I guess the, almost. <laughs> it was decapitated, exactly. <laughs> when the strings, the strings were on, were on so, so it, was it, like it couldn't, yeah. It just, was just hanging, hanging there like a little ligament that's been in an accident <laughs> or something from the strings. It's oh, like, oh, no. this is nasty. So obviously you didn't play that bass. Right, right. You know, that didn't happen. Luckily, there was another electric bass that was available and we were able to, you know, to still do the do show it. and have fun, wow. you know. And, wow. and I do remember one time opening up a case um, of a friend's bass, but it was a bass that he didn't use very often, uh -oh. and it had been in storage. And, I, and he had it in a, another one of these soft cases. I unzipped it, mm. and the neck, the fingerboard, the strings had all this mold and grime on oh it. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, this is disgusting. Ouch. I wiped, the, I wiped it down and kept playing, you know, and, and made it work. But still, it's just like, yeah. mm, you're, you're, you're disgusting. Part of that life, but you don't have to deal with that stuff, do you? I mean, does that does that ever come up? Have you ever had a moldy base come out of the case? I've never had a moldy base, but the the best the base the best opening up a base or, or an unwrapping a base story that I have is yeah. uh, I remember one time I was in Ischia in Italy. Uh, I showed up to the venue and then and it was uh, actually it was a, a a newer festival, I guess it was. You know, they were just they were like, hey, we, we like jazz, we have a budget, we're going to put on a jazz festival. Cool. Rolled into sound check and basically the bass was in a, a box, 
it, I mean, plastic around it, everything like, like hadn't been played ever. It was a sparkly, like shiny new bass, and wow, hadn't okay. really been set up. Somehow the sound post was still in, and I think mm. I ended up having to like put on the strings, like put wow. the bridge on. It was kind of, it was very, very weird. Something I had never experienced before, and you know. Even the backline company was like, oh, oh we don't know. Uh, we just we, we ordered this space. It showed up. Here it is. You know, I was like, wow. You know, and it was it was it was it was it was rough. It was a rough, it was a rough gig. It was a rough everything. But you know, we made it through. Well, yeah. I made it yeah. through. I should say. <laughs> sure. Hey, we're here today. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because no one no one cared. As uh, like we always say, it was a brand new base. It was not. It was just oh. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, let's keep this positivity train running just for a minute here, because I, um, there is these little you you mentioned it as charms, I think, mm. but there are different characteristics and in instruments. They have their own personality. Yes, of course, every instrument has its own personality. But what when you when you talk about the different things that you find in basses, because I believe that you've played a lot more basses than I have. Mm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So when you talk about that, what are some of the things that you found or have you been inspired when you end up on the base du jour, or can you? I mean, anything I, on that I, front? I, obviously, it's, it's very situational. And I think it's also very situational depending on the context of uh, the group that I'm playing or the kind of music that I'm playing, right? You know, um, sure. Especially yeah, if I have a little bit more, uh, you know, chances to to solo or even just you know just you know make some different sounds or do things that um, you know I might not. Yeah. be able to do in other contexts but um I, I usually i feel a lot of times i'm always very happy when i when i when I, the low end when i have a, a, mm. a nice sustain on the bottom mm. i feel like yeah. that's like most spaces don't have that most du jour bases don't have a great uh, sustain on the low end so whenever mm -hmm. that does you know occur or happen uh, or, or you know show itself i always i'm like oh i want to play as many low notes it's kind of weird i think this is a new thing that i've been doing lately that i noticed that and i'm like oh oh, oh wow let me just enjoy this <laughs> these long 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 broad notes yes, yes. and i'm like yay uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. um I but i mean you know it, but it makes you play a little different from time to time you know um and and just recently actually it's funny i i I played a bass uh, um, of someone's, you know, this was in, where was this? This was in Arkansas, I think it was, randomly, Ooh. Arkansas, somewhere in Arkansas. And this guy bought his bass, and it was actually a very similar to my instrument, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. And, and, you know, so I was, like, instantly, like, cool, you know, comfortable on it. And I was like, oh, oh, shoot, oh, you know, it kind of has its, you know, sustain here that's the way you know it popped out on the g and stuff like it was like exactly i was like oh you know it felt like home you know cool. so uh <laughs> it felt like we had been together for some time this instrument oh um and 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 on that note i mean for me i i much rather play a, a person's instrument you know uh than uh when they're on the road I, i've always i always try to request that that I mean that happens maybe 30 percent of the time you know, okay. if not less, you know, um, yeah. and when it does, it's, it's, it's a, it's very evident, you know, that, that and we're speaking 
the, a, a personal base, like somebody that's in the city, the town that you're they're playing exactly. in, versus a backline company or production company. Right. That's just I got say a base. most of the time it's backline company, and we notice difference because you know it has has, has gotten that love. It has gotten that TLC. You know, definitely. Uh, it's in its own way. It's been loved. It's been played. You know, um, yeah. and, and and cared for a little bit. You know, usually. You know, uh, yeah. instead of. You know the 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 backline company the, picking it up, taking it to the to the storage. The green or the green base that you took out of the plastic in the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm over here still trying to imagine how that sounded. That must have been insane. Yeah, it was it was special. It was special. Yeah. But you know, so I mean, let's say what 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 would you say are, I, mean, I guess your pet peeves? Any any pet peeves of of, of a, a base de jour instrument that you you've come across that or you know that seems to come up with like when you when you yeah when you say what's in your face you're like uh oh no oh my god you know whether you let I, it I just out don't... or you keep it in <laughs> <laughs> or to keep the job to keep the job <laughs> uh, i my the I'll, I'll go with a very diplomatic answer here and say that i like things without extremes I don't want any action that's too low, mm. and I don't want any action that's too high. Mm. I'm not looking for a five-string upright. I'm not looking for, you know, a full-size. I'm not a big dude. I'm not looking for a full-size bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not looking for a half-size bass. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I want a three-quarters bass mm. of, you know, varying sizes, perhaps, you know. Um, but pet peeve would just be like, yeah, especially if there's, if the action's too low, mm. and if there was any requirement or restriction as a, as regarding me being able to raise that up. Mm. You know, I, in general, I don't like to change. If you don't, if you don't need to, if it's not a hundred percent necessarily, I don't like to adjust any bases. Yes, you know. Me, me so I, I think, especially if it's a, a, most especially if it's if it's a person's base. Right. You know, uh, like what we were speaking on. If it's a fellow bass player's base, um, I'll I'll it. You know, I've rented out, loaned my base to people many many times, mm. and uh, I always say that if you really feel like you need to adjust this, please do. Right. Right. You know, and if you can make a marking or take a picture and set it back right. to where I had it, that would be great. If not, I feel it out because I do all my adjustments. Right. You so know, we do that. I mean, I guess I'm I'm, you know, more along the same lines as you. Uh, the mm -hmm. the one pet peeve I usually have is inoperative adjusters. Ooh. Okay? Yeah. No, those mm -hmm. who don't know what that means, you know, bass adjusters there, I mean, some people don't even have them on the instruments, and that, those are usually the people who have, who are like, I'm playing my bass all the time. I want it to feel just this way, and, and I feel like I don't need right. the adjusters to affect my sound, whatever. Yeah. Bass du jour is is special, and it's great to have adjusters. I request adjusters to be mm. able to raise and lower the action. But I'll, I'd say, you know, there's a lot of times, maybe not a lot. Back to that 30%, 30 to 40%, okay. 40%. Fair. That you can't even turn the adjusters. Usually that's with a backline company because they're not paying attention to how long they had the adjusters on and what, what's been going on. It's been going through a whole lot. And usually, I, I actually, I don't even know the, the science behind it, why adjusters end up being so hard to, to, to turn or, 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 you know, whatever. But yeah. us usually yeah, whatever. If, if they can't, Go up or down, I, I'm very, you know, quietly upset. <laughs> Everybody just give Ruben some space. The adjusters are stuck. <laughs> I'm like, gosh. <laughs> I feel that, though. Because Definitely. I'm like, oh, just just give me a chance to just get, you know, get my finger under the string. Or maybe it's a, yeah. usually it's because it's too low. Usually, yeah. I'd say most of the time it's because it's too low. And now, if the action is higher, mm -hmm. 
or perhaps even considerably higher than you're used to? Do you go the opposite way? Do you lower, uh, it, you lower if, the if I can? But I, I'd say very few times do I end up lowering lowering the strings. Yeah, at least these Same. days that I can remember. You know, uh, yeah. usually I want to be able to be able to dig in a little bit more, get a little bit more sound. So it's uh, usually it's too low most of the time, most of the time. But yeah. uh, you know, anyway. Uh, thanks for coming down this monogamous polygamous <laughs> journey with us <laughs> uh, i we were i was yeah i was like ruben how did we get to this how why are we talking about polygamy and monogamy <laughs> but it was coming from the you reminded me it was coming from the base setup advice episode yes so hopefully everybody liked that and hope you and we also that. we also had uh you know well i don't want to give this away i don't know if it's going to be coming before or after we, we talked to a, a great you know, based out there not that long ago, and you know, and we kind of touched on some of this, and uh, you sh- surely y'all will hear that episode in time to come. I guess we yes, have to... you might have already heard it by the time you hear Who this. Who knows? One. There's no telling. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So we'll in see. a way, it's, you know. But but thanks, Ruben. This is always always super fun to talk bass and yeah. life and music with you, yes. and uh, yeah, man. just love these conversations. And everybody, thanks for listening, all the Upright Citizens fans out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keep your ears open. We've got some new episodes coming. We've got some new things coming down the pike. Definitely. Keep your eyes open for a new Instagram page that's coming. Uh-oh. Hello. That'll be fun. Yep. We can have a little interaction. Okay. And, uh, All right. Well, yeah. uh, and, and thanks to Open Studio. Episode, well, we always got to say that. Give big love to Open Studio. And, uh, you know, and all our listeners, remember, keep on sending some your your, your thoughts and whatnot, what you, what you want us to talk about. We have a few coming down the pike that were requested. And... Uh, we we like to hear from you also. Yeah. Make sure hit up hit up uh, Bob at six oh seven seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what it is. Anyway, we <laughs> out of here, man. Take care. All right, base love, everybody. Peace. Peace.